Magandang araw po mga kapwa Pinoy. Kumusta na po? Ito po ang ikabente na kabanata ng Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Spring na po and summer is just around the corner. That means it's travel time. Marami na po ang gigil na gigil na umuwi at bumiyahe. Marami pong gustong umuwi sa Pilipinas. Kaya naman po ang ating kabanata ngayon ay tungkol sa travel updates sa, sa pag-uwi sa ating inang bayan. Ang ating pong guest podcaster ngayon ay walang iba kundi ang ating Consul General sa Philippine Embassy na sa Eric Arribas na magbabalita sa atin ng mga entry protocol sa pag-uwi sa Pilipinas. Abangan po ninyo straight from the horse's mouth, ika nga. Pero bago po ko siya imbitahin na sumalo sa atin, meron po akong mga um, anunsyo. Ang unang-una po ay sa Abril 23, ang Filipino Food Atlanta presents the launching of the Filipino Food Festival. Ito po ay sa Waller's Coffee Shop sa 240 Decab Industrial Way, Decatur, Georgia from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They will have music, food, and arts. Sa May 14 po, meron, meron pong um, Cultivating Kapwa Summit. And it will be in Georgia Tech from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And this is sponsored by the Philippine American National Historical Society. It's a one-day event to promote a greater understanding of the Filipino-American experience and to inspire continued film community building. There will be presenters, vendors, breakout sessions, and networking. Ngayon po, ako po ay magbabalik para ipakilala sa inyo ang ating guest podcaster. Ngayon po mga kababayan, gusto kong ipakilala sa inyo ang ating bisitang podcaster na si Kagalang-Galang na Consul General ng Pilipinas. Walang iba kundi si Conjen Eric Arribas. Welcome po, Conjen. Hello, Jane. Magandang araw sa inyo at sa inyong mga tagapakinig. Thank you po for taking time away from your very busy schedule to be with us today. Our listeners have been really anticipating your appearance in this podcast to listen to the updates of traveling back to our Inang Bayan. So please tell us about the recent updates on um, traveling to the Philippines. Okay. Well, basically, the Philippines is now open to visitors. Uh, more, should we say, more open than before. Uh, mm-hmm. As we all know, that you know we have COVID all over the world, and uh, most of the countries have closer borders. Now, with the latest development in COVID, that uh, things are getting a little better, and the Philippines have has started to open up its borders as well. So, there are let us just categorize the travelers to the Philippines into three. First would be former Philippine citizens who are now U.S. citizens, or what we can call as balikbayan. Mm-hmm. The second category would be the Filipino citizens and the dual citizens, meaning former Filipinos who have acquired U.S. citizenship, but also eventually reacquired their Filipino citizenship. And the third category would be foreign nationals, including U.S. citizens with no former or prior affiliation to the Philippines. Okay. 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 So let's start with the former Filipino citizens who are now U.S. citizens or the Balikbayan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to know that the Balikbayan program uh, is back, meaning if you are a former Filipino, you can go back to the Philippines without having to apply for a visa. And um, once you get to the Philippines, you 
can be entitled to a balikbayan visa, which would entitle you to stay in the Philippines for one year. But you need to show proof that you are a former Filipino, and that will be a um, your old Philippine passport or your Philippine-issued birth certificate. Now, if if the balikbayan is traveling with his uh, with his spouse and his children, then the children and the spouse are also entitled to the same balikbayan privilege, which means that they can also stay in the Philippines for one year. Now, if the if you are the foreign spouse, you have to show proof that uh, um, that you are married to that balikbayan. So that would be a marriage certificate um, issued by the Philippine Statistics Authority, or if not. It should be a marriage certificate issued by whichever authority here in the U.S., but it has to be apostilled. Or if um, if you're traveling with the children, the children should also present a copy of their birth certificate showing that they are actually children of that palikbayan. So that birth certificate should be issued by the Philippine Statistics Authority or by the uh, authority here in the United States, which issued the uh, birth certificate um, now for balikbayan who are actually traveling to the Philippines their passports their US passports I would assume should be valid for a period of at least six months at the time of arrival to the Philippines regarding their vaccination status balikbayans their foreign spouses and their children must be vaccinated um, except only for minor children below 12 years of age traveling with their fully vaccinated foreign parents who actually don't or doesn't need to be vaccinated. But everybody else would have to be vaccinated. And they should also be bringing, of course, a proof of vaccination, and that would include a CDC vaccination card, um, which is usually given to us who are being vaccinated, who have been vaccinated here in the U.S. Now that would be that would be allowed, or that would be accepted as a proof of, of vaccination. Uh, regarding COVID testing, um, you need to have a negative RT-PCR test result or a negative laboratory-based antigen test result. Um, the test must have been taken within 48 hours prior to the date and time of departure from the U.S. or from the country of origin or first port of embarkation in a continuous travel to the Philippines, excluding layovers, uh, provided that they have not left the airport premises or have not been admitted to, into another country during such a layover. Those with positive RT-PCR test results are actually not allowed entry mm -hmm. to the Philippines. Um, earlier, uh, before this new development, quarantine is uh, required. But in this particular case, if you are already vaccinated, you shall no longer be required to observe the facility-based quarantine, but you are still encouraged to do self-monitoring for any signs or symptoms for seven days with the first day being the date of arrival and that self-monitoring can be done at your in your home in the philippines so but otherwise if you're full yes i'm sorry po. i'm sorry to interrupt but there um it used to be <clears throat> you you quarantine in manila and then you quarantine again when you get to your province so what you're saying now is that they can go directly to their provinces and just do the self-monitoring there 
well, basi- basically, there will be no more quarantine if okay. you are vaccinated, okay. right? Okay. Uh, but they still encourage that you still remain at home just to see if you will be exhibiting any symptoms whatsoever within seven days. Okay. Within seven days, meaning you can just stay at home and see whether you are actually feeling okay. But quarantine is no longer required okay, if great. you are vaccinated, right? Um. Well, if sometimes sometimes we have passengers who are partially vaccinated or their vaccination vaccination status cannot be validated, then they are required to undergo facility-based quarantine until the release of their negative RT-PCR test, which is usually taken on the fifth day upon arrival. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, let me just emphasize: is uh, if you are already vaccinated, then there's no more need for quarantine. That's good news. Now. Yes, and another good news: travel insurance is no longer required for balikbayan. Earlier it was, so now it's no longer required. But um, just like any other passenger going to the Philippines, they have to register for the One Health Pass, mm-hmm. um, so that um, their other vaccination status and all other information can already be given electronically uh, by the passenger beforehand. So before he arrives in the Philippines, the information is already obtained by the quarantine officials in the Philippines. And if I may re, if I may say what the uh, register, what do you call this, the the website yes, for sir. that one health pass, it's mm-hmm. it's https colon uh, double backslash one health pass one word. There's only one that o n e then health h e a L T H and then pass P A double S one word only dot com C O M dot P H. So that is for Balikbayan. So again, for Balikbayan, it's back. You can stay in the Philippines for one year. If your spouse and children are traveling with you, then they can also have the one year uh, stay, uh, the privilege to stay in the Philippines for one year. But you need to be vaccinated so that quarantine will no longer be required of you. But you also have to have a negative RT-PCR test or an antigen test before you can board. Allowed to be to, to board your plane to go to the Philippines, and yeah, basically that's it as far as public buying is concerned. And, uh, can, may I yeah. clarify? You did say that travel insurance is not required for public buyers. Is that correct? It's not. Okay. That's not. It's no longer required. That's, that's another good news. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> it's much easier for balikbayas or for former Filipinos to go and take a break in the Philippines, right? Right. Okay. All right. Now, let me proceed now to Filipino citizens, including uh, former Filipino citizens who have acquired U.S. citizenship and have also reacquired their Filipino citizenship or what we call the dual citizen. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, basically, dual citizens are Filipino citizens. So, uh, if you are already a Filipino citizen, you don't actually require, you don't actually need to apply for a visa whatsoever to go back to your home country, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, if you are a dual citizen or a former uh, or a Filipino citizen, um, you don't need a visa. Um, your passport should. Uh, Normally, you're, you should have a passport with a validity of no less than six months. But for Filipino citizens who are going to the Philippines, 
you may actually go back to the Philippines even if your passport has less than six months of validity. Okay. But it's still necessary for you to travel to the Philippines with a passport which is not yet expired. So even if you if you would have less than six months validity in your passport, you can still use that to go to the Philippines. But if your passport is already expired and you are raring to go to the Philippines for whatever emergency reason or whatsoever, then you could apply for a travel document from the Philippine Embassy. Now that travel document is a as 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 described is a document which allows a holder or the Philippine, the Filipino, to travel to the Philippines in using that instead of a passport, mm-hmm. but that is only valid for a one-way trip or one-way travel to the Philippines. And if you have been issued a travel document, you should use it within one month uh, from the date of issuance. Otherwise, it will already be expired. Mm-hmm. So. If you are actually a dual citizen, meaning you are a Filipino citizen and a U.S. citizen at the same time, and you don't have a Philippine passport, you can still travel to the Philippines using your U.S. passport. But in order for you to show proof that you are a dual citizen, then you need to bring with you the dual citizenship identification certificate. Mm -hmm. Uh, That certificate has been issued to the dual citizen when he or she took the oath of allegiance to reacquire Filipino citizenship, right? Right. Okay. Now, vaccination status. Filipino nationals, so that includes dual citizens, are allowed entry to the Philippines regardless of vaccination status. So they could be vaccinated or unvaccinated, but if they're a Filipino national, then they could enter the Philippines, even if they're not vaccinated. Um, however, if you are not vaccinated as a Filipino citizen, you are required to undergo the facility-based quarantine Mm -hmm. until the release of your negative RT-PCR test taken on the fifth day upon arrival while you are on quarantine. But as I mentioned earlier, if you are already vaccinated, then that quarantine is no longer required. What is the definition of fully vaccinated? Fully vaccinated means you have taken the second dose of a two-dose series. So an example of that would be Pfizer or Moderna. Or you have taken the single-dose vaccine. Um, I think that's the J&J. Johnson & Johnson, um, yes. Johnson Johnson. But um, your, your last dose should have been taken more than 14 days prior to the date and time of departure from from the U.S. going to the Philippines. In other words, if you were just vaccinated in less than two weeks, it, that's still not considered uh, fully vaccinated. You should be given more time. You should give yourself time for the vaccine to actually be inside your system so to, to really protect you from the virus. Okay? That's right. And you should, as a, if you're vaccinated, you should bring with you your uh, CDC vaccination card, and that will be accepted and recognized as a proof of vaccination. Right? Sounds now, good. COVID test. You need to have, again, a negative RT-PCR test or a negative laboratory-based antigen test uh, before you will be allowed to board the plane. 
And the test must have been taken within 48 hours prior to the date and time of departure from the U.S. Um, but there are instances when Filipino nationals who have just recovered from COVID uh, would test positive um, if they if they would be having the um, the test 48 hours before their flight. They can still be allowed to board the plane, but there would be some conditions. Uh, for example, the positive RT-PCR test uh, should be taken not earlier than 10 days, um, but not later than 30 days prior to the date and time of departure. Now, and also, there are, the positive RT-PCR test should be taken within 48 hours prior to the date and time of departure. A medical certificate should also be issued by a licensed physician stating that the Filipino national was asymptomatic or mild, moderate, severe critical case of COVID, as the case may be, and has completed the mandatory isolation period, is no longer infectious, and has been allowed free movement and travel. So they would be allowed entry to the Philippines if they would show a positive uh, RT-PCR or antigen test result, but it might be a little bit complicated. So if I were you, even if you can be allowed entry to the Philippines, don't travel to the Philippines if you would show a positive RT-PCR test. Now, it's always best to be traveling with a negative RT-PCR right. test. I don't believe any okay. other country would, would allow somebody who's positive. <laughs> so that uh, Yeah, but <laughs> of yeah. course, the Filipinos would, uh, the Philippines would always welcome its own citizens. That's why there's this a certain condition for them. But then again, if it's going to be, they will be allowed, but there will be a lot of conditions that mm-hmm. you have to fulfill. And sometimes it's just too complicated, so it's just probably best to travel if you are already fully recovered and it doesn't show any positive sign in your in your test results. Diba? That's I think right. it will be better thanks, that way. Thanks for clarifying that. Po. <laughs> now, um, again, um, just like the, the, the Balik Bayan, the dual citizen, uh, they don't need to be quarantined if they're, if they're fully vaccinated. If you are a dual citizen or a Filipino citizen, you don't need a return ticket requirement because normally if you are just an ordinary tourist, or if you are Balikbayan who has not reacquired Filipino citizenship, you need to show uh, a Returns. ticket, an airline ticket, uh, for indicating your flight to get out of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So if you're Balikbayan, that should be within one year. If you are, later on I'll explain, for a regular U.S. national with no former affiliation to the Philippines, that's 30 days. But if you are a Filipino citizen or a dual citizen, you don't need to show your flight out of the Philippines. So the return ticket is not required. Travel insurance is also not required for Filipino nationals. Um, They're also not required for dual citizens. And just like the one for uh, Balikbayans, they need to go through the One Health Pass website to register themselves. And um, yeah, that's it. It's actually getting to be... uh, uh, easier, of course, Filipinos, the Philippines love its own citizens. So it's much, much easier for, for dual citizens to enter the Philippines, just as Balik Bayans are now given the privilege to stay in the Philippines, just like before, for one year. Now, Shinai, may I now proceed to 
foreign nationals. Okay. Meaning, uh, this could be U.S. nationals or other citizens of other countries who don't have former or prior affiliation to the Philippines. Okay. Now, for foreign nationals, they are basically there are two categories of foreign nationals. One, but generally, I will just say that um, there's this list of countries in um, in a list called Executive Order 408, which would allow that foreign nationals to enter the Philippines without a visa for a stay of 30 days. In that list, the United States is included. So if you are an American citizen, not a former Filipino citizen, but a, but a U.S. citizen, um, you can enter the Philippines without a visa if you are going to be staying there for 30 days or less. Okay. Um, however, your passport, just remember that your passport should be valid for a period of at least six months at the time of arrival in the Philippines. Um, you may travel to the Philippines for business and tourism purposes. Again, for, our, for a stay of no more than 30 days. And only vaccinated U.S. nationals are allowed entry. So if you are not vaccinated, you are you will not be allowed entry into the Philippines. So once again, if you're vaccinated, you have to show your CDC vaccination card that will be accepted and recognized as a proof of vaccination. And um, COVID test, you have to show a negative RT-PCR test. Otherwise, you will not be allowed entry. If you Now, quarantine. If you are fully vaccinated, you shall no longer, no longer be required to observe quarantine. Um, return ticket. Yes, you need to show a return ticket showing that you are uh, actually leaving the Philippines uh, within 30 days. Travel insurance. Travel insurance is still required for foreign nationals, including U.S. nationals, except, of course, for Balikbayans and former Filipinos or in Filipino citizens, dual citizens. But you are, if you are a foreign national, the travel insurance must include coverage for medical expenses, including COVID-19 treatment while in the Philippines with a minimum coverage of 35,000 U.S. dollars for the duration of their stay in the Philippines. Now, you might want to ask your insurance provider if the policy that you have or the policy that you will be buying would include the payment of your treatment for COVID while in the Philippines. And lastly, they also have to register in the One Health Pass website. Um, now, if I may repeat that, one health patch, one health pass, uh, O N E H E A L T H P A S dot com dot P H. And that will be all, Jane. I hope everything is clear from my presentation. Yes, sir. That's a lot of information, and we really thank you. It's exciting. Um, what we're going to do, because you, you did send me the, um, the, the link to all this information, is that when we send out the um the podcast when we release it then we will include that link for for the in, for the details of the information that you just shared to us right and if i may reiterate our website is www.philippineembassy-dc.com 
dot org. Okay. I'll repeat that's the Philippine Embassy, no space in between. It's Philippine Embassy dash BC, mm-hmm. that's uh, District of Columbia dot org. And if you have any inquiries regarding application for a visa, uh, you could also send an email to visa at uh, phembassy-us.org. Uh, I repeat, it's visa at phembassy, ph is the uh, first two letters of Philippines, phembassy-us.org. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Coincidentally, the One Health Pass—that's a website which I asked, uh, which I said that uh, the passenger should be registering himself or herself into. They don't charge fees whatsoever. That's good so to that's, know. That's good to that's know. That's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in case <laughs> they, they, might be, <laughs> they might be wondering if they need to pay any charges or or anything on the One Health Pass. No, it's free. Right. But they just need to give their details there. So when they when they arrive in the Philippines, it will be much easier for them to be whisked out of the okay. of the airport, and you know they can go straight home or go straight to their to the resort or wherever they were going to take their holiday. Yeah, salamat po Jen. I I know our, our listeners will probably have a lot of questions, but it's it's very clear. Uh, what I will let them know is to send that email or, or questions to your email address that you just provided us, and we will provide it again to them. Um, because I have heard some uh, questions about PRA a program, but uh, in the interest of time, we will just um, go ahead and send that to you. And if, if possible, if you have any more updates, if you can, if we can invite you again to guest in our podcast in the future, if there are any uh, sure. updates. Of course. <laughs> but sometimes the updates, they really come very, very quickly. Right. And uh, we might not have this opportunity to... to have a, a podcast for us to disseminate the information. Right. So if I may invite uh, our listeners to go and uh, check out the Philippine Embassy website, that then that will be much uh, better for a lot of them. Incidentally, right. we also have a Facebook account. Philippine Embassy Washington, D.C. Um, that's, uh, you, they can just search it on the Facebook, um, Facebook, uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And Whatever update that we put on our website, we also put it there. Great. In, if, the, in our Facebook account. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and if you have any updates too, um, you, you, know, can, you can let me know because we do our weekly pod- podcast and we can um, make that announcement for, for our listeners to check the, the site every week. Sure. Okay. Yes, we'll do that. We'll coordinate with you, Jane. And awesome. thank you very much for offering your assistance to right. assistance to disseminate the information to our to Any our fellow po. Filipinos. <laughs> Anytime. Yes. Okay. Oh, sige po. Right. And I, I will let you go. Maraming maraming salamat. And we will talk again soon. Okay. All right. Maraming po salamat. Thank you po. Welcome back, mga kababayan. Ngayon at alam na ninyo ang mga requirements for seamless travel to the Philippines. Umuwi na po tayo. If you need a paper copy of the salient points of what Conjin Arribas talked about, please send me an email, <coughs> excuse me, and I would be more than glad to share that with you. In the meantime, yung pong um, website nila is um, philippineembassy-dc.org. And then yung email po nila is visa at 
philippineembassy-us.org. Yun po. So, um, sa ngayon po, may, may ibibigay ako sa inyo na hindi natin um, uh, natapos ng episode 14, the nine superstitions, I mean, superstitions that Filipinos still believe. Um, we stopped that midway because we we, ha- we went into other topics, but um, I'm going to give you a couple of them today. We started with, um, kung natatandaan ninyo, yung first thre- three ay yung steps in the house should always be divisible by three dahil, dahil sa oro plata mata. And then yung pangalawa is turning your table, I mean, turning your plate on the table when somebody when somebody leaves. And then not going home straight after awake. Um, so ito po yung number four. Um, reassure your host that you're human. Filipinos, when knocking on somebody's door, says, Tao po, meaning a person. Tao po. <coughs> we assume that it refers to the knocker calling out to ask if there are people inside. Pero sa totoo lang, it is said to stem from the knocker reassuring ins- the people inside na tao or he or she is a person and not a harmful supernatural creature. So yun po nanggagaling yung nak-nak, tao po, kahit bumibili ka sa kantina. And then, panglima po, um, siblings should not marry within the same year. This superstition is called sukob, and elders advise against it as it is said to divide the luck between the two marriages. Um, another type of sukub advises against marriages within the same year as the death of a family member kasi it's considered to be bad luck. And another wedding-related superstition is that the bride should never try on their dress before the wedding day dahil bad luck na naman daw po yun. And it can cause the cancellation of the union. <coughs> Ngayon po, Agbibigay ako ng isa o dalawang uh, salawikain, which is a Filipino proverb, because you know the Philippine culture is saturated with all kinds of uh, traditions, beliefs, and superstitions, many of which are either illogical or impractical. Despite this, it's also rich in proverbs that contains ageless wisdoms. So, yung mga Filipino salawikain, salawikain are bits and pieces of knowledge that are passed down orally from generation to generation. So, and the main purpose is to relate perceptions and little truths that have been tested through time. So, ang number one po, dalawa lang po, I'm just going to give you two today in the interest of time. Um, the first one is, anuman ang gagawin, pitong beses iisipin. In English, whatever you do, think about it seven times. This is a reminder that every action has a consequence. Filipinos are known to be procrastinators but can be impulsive in many ways as well. So this is what our elders are telling us, not to be too hasty when making decisions. Do you remember hearing, wag kang padalos-dalos, bago ka magdesisyon, mag-isip ka muna ng pitong beses. I'm sure you've heard that. Ang pangalawa po, and this is very popular, and I think I've mentioned this before in one of the podcasts, ang hindi marunong lumingon sa pinanggalingan ay hindi makakarating sa paroroonan. In English, he who forgets where he came from will never reach his destination. And this is the most uh, popular Filipino proverb and one that is often on the lips of Pinoy's. Maraming ibig sabihin nito, ngunit ang pinakamalapit na interpretation is the importance of repaying a favor. Like ang uh, sinasabi nila, matuto kang lumingon sa pinanggalingan mo. Kung hindi dahil sa akin, hindi ka aasenso ng ganito. So <laughs> I'm sure some of you have um, heard that. So, sa ngayon, 
Panahon na naman para magpaalam. Tandaan po ninyo na mag-sign up. Pangkilikin po ang usapang Pinoy GA at gmail.com. So when you uh, when you your head hit the pillow tonight, remember yourself that you're all right. You're doing a great job. Be patient with yourself and remember that big things are achieved not uh, all at once, but one day at a time. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Kami pa'y balabalaka